0: You really can't start with the
1: X. It's really got to pepper them in. I can't. And, you know, you got to help me because I've been watching so much Drag Race UK. I think this is the way. This is the setup that I need. Okay. Okay.
0: How am I? How close am I? How am I sounding to you?
1: Let me hear you talk Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God damn it. Hello. Okay. Yeah. 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 You are a little hot on the mic there. Yeah. Back up a little bit. Just a bit. Hello. Yeah. That's very good hello Hello. I can't believe you thought we were going to be able to do this where I couldn't look at you that's so crazy you always you always do the option of like I'm not going to be able to look at the zoom meeting but I love looking at you because I know when I'm about to get you yeah especially like it's so it's fun to hear accents but it's even more fun to watch your (laughs) chin go hello (laughs) That's the thing
0: is like I am absolutely one of those people who is like, oh, she has a face for radio. Yeah.
1: No. Wait. I don't agree. <laughs> oh, I was like, Mm-mm. well, um, welcome. No, ladies and germs. Is are we not ready? No, we're ready. Okay. okay. <laughs> no. Hi. Welcome to room forty-seven. Welcome to room forty-seven in Alias Podcast. Hello, Gina. Hi, Maureen. I will say earlier today, I really, really, really made myself laugh at doing this um, with you on pod. So I kind of just need to set the scene. Oh, no. I'm in the shower during my Sarah Bareilles concert. Okay, go on. And uh, I'm listening (laughs) to a playlist called The Best of Sarah Bareilles. That's awesome. Thinking about recording the show because we were about to record. Mm -hmm. And I thought to do this. And I hope it works because it's uh, very stupid. Mm -hmm. Can you see my screen? Um, (laughs) yes, ready.
0: Yep, visual medium.
1: The headbutt.
0: Okay. I need to I need to also set the scene. That is dude, that is perfect. It's so dumb. When when Sarah Brellis is about to say I wanna when she says I wanna see you be brave, Sydney fucking headbutt someone. That was perfect. Okay, so basically (laughs) basically what stupid ass Maureen just did is there's a fucking four minute <laughs> compilation video of Sydney and it's set to the music ready steady go
1: and she put it to Sarah Bareilles the chorus of Sara breaks. <laughs> At Amira 232 on YouTube thank you so much for putting together this compilation um At your sources thank you so much uh I truly just googled Sydney running compilation mm-hmm. um You know, I was standing in the shower and Brave came on, and I really, really started to laugh. So I'm glad that you thought that was funny.
0: It was really funny. It was very, very funny.
1: (sighs) All right. Well, what do you think now that you've seen me be brave and how big my brave is? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You won't get into the app there. Previous episode ends with
0: Sydney watching the Botenviler plant explode, um, and that's where we start in this episode. So Sydney can't move, and she's like super traumatized. So Dixon has to like pull her away, um, and these security guards start shooting them and chasing them, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dixon basically has to handle the whole thing. And again, Sydney's relaying the story to Vaughn. So we're back in L.A., um, and he insists, like, "Girl, this is not your fault." you did everything you could um and she's obviously like super devastated um but again this is one of those ones where like the outfits take away from seriousness because like that outfit was fucking crazy (laughs) she's wearing a long denim skirt with like chunky sketchers it was like an absolutely insane outfit
1: gorgeous i do go ahead sorry no no you go you go she sounds like she has a cold in this episode and it's very cute I was going to say that. I <laughs> I feel like, especially when you rewatch shows, like I remember when I was rewatching Parks, I, one of the times I could tell that Amy Poehler was sick in an episode because she sounds completely different. And mm-hmm. as soon as this episode starts, I was like, oh, Jen, yeah. that looks cool. That's sorry. <laughs> she needs some babies. <laughs> it, 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 it made
0: everything, like, a little less intense because I was like, she's got to blow her notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Vaughn basically tries to, like, placate her and it's like, they didn't die
1: for anything, Sydney. Relax. Like, they died for their country. Yeah. And even I, Sydney
0: was like, no, girl, that's not enough.
1: Yeah. I have... Yeah. Um, Those men died for no reason. No, those men died for their country. And I said, okay, insert the office image of Pam. They're the same picture. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's the same thing. They died for their country. That's the same thing as dying for nothing. (laughs) So Sydney
0: is now back home um, looking through mementos. And I think there's like an image in Heap kind of song playing, which I absolutely love.
1: Yeah, I love that whenever she's like looking through pictures, it's always really like warm lighting. Mm -hmm. always just like several candles around that that apartment always looks like it's begging to be fucked in (laughs)
0: do you know what i mean though (laughs) yeah 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 it's just like come in here and make love
1: yeah like i wouldn't put that apartment on airbnb because you'd be like this is gonna be where people exactly people are gonna do weird stuff in here for sure cool that we got to come i would say Mm -hmm. 35 seconds in today so that's good
0: I think it's got to be the way that our our temperature rises while recording this. It makes the brain be, you know, sizzling. (laughs) Brain be sizzling, but be sweating. Yes. Oh, (laughs) so much butt sweat. So much butt sweat. Anyway. So she pulls out a picture of her mom, and she's, like, having these heavy thoughts. And, of course, they're interrupted by Francie coming home from work. Um, And Francie says something like, Someone wants to sue me for like undercooked chicken. And again, Maureen, uh, I have to ask, what's it like to see yourself on screen?
1: It's so annoying. I hit, like, oh God, <laughs> Francie, she's so great. But I also like, I every job that Francie has, I'm like, oh, this happened to me. These people stole my life and then went back <laughs> in time and wrote the show. Yeah. I like when she's like, um Sydney is like trying to figure out a way to be like, I had a bad business trip because I uh helped kill a bunch of CIA agents. Mm-hmm. And she's like, they were <laughs> terminated. And Francie goes, oh, God, the economy sucks. I'm like, <laughs> uh, very me energy, just like trying to contribute, not being helpful. That's perfect. I have that in my notes too, because I just love the way she delivered that. The economy very, sucks. Very
0: evergreen yeah. line. <laughs> God bless America, baby no um so city then ends up getting a call um <laughs> and she visits helen calder which is the late wife of get this agent
1: bentley calder <laughs> helen looks like like that bitch i gotta say mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. comes on screen with that teapot and you're like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. very very like late 90s hillary clinton power suit energy yeah like if wide, I was... but somehow still too narrow yes yeah I, I if i was in a fight i would want her on my team Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, eventually like through the discussion, the woman ends up showing Sydney a picture of Calder and Sydney puts two and two together that Calder is the same man from the newspaper article, um, about Sydney's death that we eventually see, um, in the scene right after that. About so, whose death? Her mom's, Laura Bristow's death. Mm. Um, and Agent Calder. So, like, the newspaper article has them both dying in, like, a head-on collision.
1: hmm
0: Which is not, you know, whatever. It's not, like, um, it's, not, it's not everything she knew. So, she's, like, now super suspicious. So, yeah, um, she meets up with Vaughn because all this time she thought she knew how her mom died, but not so much anymore. So, Sydney believes that Calder was chasing after her parents, trying to arrest Jack um, as a double agent. And that's what caused the crash. Mm-hmm. And obviously, she's getting upset and shit, and she's like, if my father wasn't a double agent, my mom would be alive today. And, like, Vaughn is like, I'm here for you, and Sydney's like, um, she wants to report her dad, like, she has no choice, Um, and she thinks he's still working for Russia, which, like, okay, 26...
1: <laughs>
0: I had a stupid joke and it was like, What is this? The 2016 election? Crowd
1: booze and farts.
0: <laughs> That's what I have written
1: down. <laughs> and then you saw your own joke in your notes yeah. and it instantly started to laugh. <laughs>
0: Sometimes I don't remember what I
1: wrote, you know? I'm I not do. a comedian. I'm not a comedian.
0: I'm not. I just I'm not. love
1: the alias. <laughs>
0: So after that stupid ass joke, um Sydney and Vaughn of course get in one of their cute little fights. Like fuck each other already. I mean Jesus. I love when they yell at each other. It's so cute. Mm -hmm. I like it too. She's pissed because she feels like Vaughn um is like he always keeping her from doing what she wants. But I think Vaughn just realizes how insane the potential situation is and he tells her, like, look, relax, I'll look into it. You know, pace yourself. Mm -hmm. Um then Charlie and Francie meet up, and Francie's like, Just dump me already, just dump me already. And then we find out that Rachel, the woman he was sneaking around with, is a piano teacher, and they've been rehearsing because Charlie wants to be a singer. <laughs> <laughs> you know your classic mom wants me to be a lawyer but i just want to dance yeah exactly
1: it's a it's a great b storyline we're happy about it mm-hmm. we wish them nothing but the best
0: i think saying it's b is a is a real a real I stretch Give that storyline a
1: b yeah <laughs> uh-uh. it's like a c minus storyline
0: yeah because it like does a disservice to like francie's character like she could have had so much more than like her dumb boyfriend yeah whatever
1: yeah, I also, um, no spoilies on pod, but mm-hmm. I don't feel that that couple is going to last the test of time. So I guess yeah. we'll have to see. I
0: guess we'll see on pod. Mm-hmm. Um, then the next scene is Maureen's favorite, Will and Jenny. <laughs> license plate of the car that Kate Jones was driving. He had it, has it traced. Um, and it's traced back to someone named Eloise Kurtz. So Will obviously believes and now kind of realizes that like someone is trying to hide the truth over um Danny's
1: murder. hmm And Sarah mm-hmm. Shy realizes if she would just let me braid her hair, we could be happy together forever.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Sloan announces, um, and Sydney's pissed that Jack will now be permanently working at SC6 under new cover. Um which is great timing, of course. Um, So they introduced the mission, and there's this facility in Rabat that belonged to the FTL. I don't know what the FTL are. I'm just going to assume they're terrorists. So that was abandoned, and so they moved all of their missiles and weapons. Um, And when the recovery teams went to the different facilities, they found these, like, smiley face cards um, that say happy birthday on the inside. And what they discovered that when opened, it emits this higher frequency That contains like an identical pattern of numbers, aka code, because this is alias.
1: (laughs) But and then I wrote Code Watch Two (laughs) K (laughs) Twenty. They do. It's it is like to bring it all the way home. It Mm -hmm. is documents. It's pens. It's alias, baby. It's always Mm -hmm. codes. It's always numbers. Always codes. Zero zero one zero one zero zero one one zero zero zero, one zero one zero one. So, uh, i miss gina torres where is she uh, come back gosh, gina. she's the best
0: she's the best um so ftl has this code machine that they need to now get in order to crack and like decode this pattern and this guy is named someone named john smythe and he is an art gallery owner in london oops sorry what was his name john smythe okay <laughs> you know okay um Actually, it's really funny, like, the way that Sloan announces his name. Sloan does this spin and he goes, John
1: Smythe. <laughs> it's, actually, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't know, dude. I, like, I go back and forth on the actor who plays Sloan because I'm like, are you doing a good job or are you doing a really, really, really bad job? Mm of acting that is yeah i
0: think he's like he's leaning into the fact that like he's like a secretly a like a sinister movie villain kind of thing sometimes it's very like but i'm also like a british
1: yeah british. i'm always broadway like british are you evil or are you bored you know it's hard to tell broadway british is that what you fucking yeah. said yeah <laughs> yeah he's the right slag yeah <laughs> i think i will join sd6 <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's terrible. Um, so obviously, Sydney has to be now and go get that, clearly. Yeah. Um, so the next scene, Warren and I will be
1: diving into the line of the week. Yes. And this is our favorite segment one line or several lines from Alias. And now, one line from Alias.
0: Jack runs after Sydney. I would have told you about the realignment, but you were in Badenweiler. I heard about what happened. It's
1: tragic. I know about you, that you were hunted by the FBI, and I know that mom died because they went after you. Sydney. Every time I think I know just how awful you are, I learn something worse. But this time, I'm going to make sure you pay. (sighs) That was so fun.
0: Yeah! And the best thing about that scene is when she says, Learn something worse. It's like she slips into the elevator and her, she delivers her line as soon as the elevator
1: closes. And we love that. <laughs> Sydney meets up with Vaughn at like a golf range. Who cares? Um, yeah, I said, Sydney and hair flip boyfriend go on a golfing date and discuss bugs and their dead parent bond. What a gorgeous <laughs> scene. That is exactly it. Mm-hmm. They talk countermission. Vaughn gives her a bug to place a literal bug. Literal bug. <laughs> Pretty on the nose is fbi cia mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you work for <laughs> mm-hmm. sure <laughs>
0: <laughs> god we've been doing a lot of episodes of this mm-hmm. um we have to get through this yeah we're doing okay it. so sydney tells vaughn that she told jack what she thinks she knows and vaughn is obviously pissed and she's like no you don't fucking understand because like you haven't lost a parent and then vaughn hits her with the but actually and tells her that like his dad actually died in active duty as a CIA agent and now he has to go to funerals and like console the families of the CIA agents that
1: died but not actually console them and he's really upset because he hates that he has to remain emotional yeah he's admonished to not be conspicuously Mm. emotional which is also the rules of all Irish funerals along with bad (laughs) (laughs) types. And Irish Christmases, mm-hmm. one and the same. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vaughn was like, "Girl, you are not the only ones with problems." Okay, I everyone's know. got a dead parent. Grow up. I low key love when when Vaughn gets to shut her up a little. I know it is kind of nice. Sometimes I guess because sometimes Cindy's annoying. No, yes. no, no,
0: no, 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 <laughs> no. Wait, <laughs> let me walk that back. <laughs> I'm a feminist. Okay, <laughs> Maureen just tried to walk it back and almost fell off her computer chair.
1: What do it's you have to say a chair for from IKEA and it was eight dollars. So oh, Shows what you that's know. That's great. That's <laughs> great. All right.
0: Um, and guess what? Guess what? Who's next? Fucking Guess, will. guess
1: what? Who is next? <laughs> what who is next guess what who is next bitch? is that our like first official pod catchphrase guess what who is next guess what who is next <laughs> i have in my notes meanwhile here comes bradley ann cooper to get this woman murdered and she was like i will mace you and your bad die job uh-huh
0: uh-huh oh and she maced him
1: she maced pepper him. pepper
0: sprayed yeah and he, and he deserved it because if a woman tells you to fucking leave, you don't
1: walk into her apartment. Yeah, he's like, I can protect you. It's like, you have absolutely no idea if that's true. <sighs> you so have stupid. no idea. And he clearly didn't protect her.
0: Okay, no. foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, spoilies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Dixon and Sydney begin their mission, and now they're at the Hobbs Whatever London Gallery, which triggers our next segment, Week of the Week. Morning, why don't you kick off the wig? Thank you so tell much. Me, for- tell me, tell me, tell me what looks like everything. This
1: wig. This wig has everything. <laughs> it is a turf bang blunt cut Amy Winehouse Fantasy. <laughs> her name is Cheryl, and she makes paintings with her butt. And she's very hot and she's good at doing eyeliner without a mirror. She used to be a bartender slash painter, but now she's into Mm self-sculpture and ask you to join her multi-level marketing scheme and you do it because you want her to think you're cool. (laughs) I love that in this universe, people would join a multi-level
0: marketing scheme to be cool.
1: Yeah, for a wig. (laughs) For a wig.
0: (laughs) Much, be- much much better unpacking than I had. I just said bump it in
1: space. <laughs> that's all I got for that wig. The bump it portion is is sort of where I channeled that Amy Winehouse. Um, for sure. Yeah. one. I do love the bump. It is very yes. good. It's a
0: crazy wig. It is. And she, of course, has the green eyeshadow to match the green dress because that's how we do it on Alias,
1: baby. Yeah. And the green glasses. She said, we're going to overdo it Uh uh-huh and like uh the like gemmed purse with
0: like those very like thin papery what do you like what do you call that does that what do you call that Bad. I I would just say bad. Yeah, yeah. I would say the track records for purses on Alias are 0 for four at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, any purse that I've seen on Alias, I think I've said to myself, "No," and you know, (laughs) like based on them, no. (laughs) And you know, like based on the material, that they are absolutely just filling up a landfill somewhere, and they're not going to deteriorate for. Fifty years, at least. Wait, what was the thing that you said earlier? I already forgot. That was so funny when you said Brad was coming. <laughs> guess what? Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> guess what? I'm so so sweaty. Sweet.
0: <laughs> oh, I love I it. Love, Why is it so funny? Guess what? Who's next? Tears I'm in my crying. eyes. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something my mom would say in in a fight at Publix. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I,
1: need, I need to like get myself together.
0: Don't worry, we're gonna be cutting a lot of that out. <laughs> Um, so Dixon lights a cigar to cause a scene slash, like, get Smythe's attention so Sydney can run to the office and get the decoder. So she sneaks past Smythe, um, and she throws her purse to stop the door from closing, which we love. We do love. And runs into the office. And, like, the green glasses are also some kind of, like, spy vision shit, which we love. I couldn't quite figure that out, but I was like, go for it. It's green. Yeah, did
1: Marshall talk about that earlier? No, did I, I miss it? it? One,
0: no, I think it was one of those things where, like, they surprise us. Yeah, they were like, obviously, she has these
1: idiots. Yeah, stupid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we watch as, like, Sydney helps – basically, the glasses help – oh, wait, no, that's not what I wrote. I wrote, Sydney has a watch. That's what she has. Sydney has a watch that helps crack the code of a safe in the office, and she gets the decoder and leaves the bug, but then the alarm goes off. So the gallery guards are obviously called – and they run into the office, and in true Sydney fashion, she ends up on the fucking ceiling. <laughs> and just, there's Sydney again, parkour monkeying up onto the ceiling, straight up. Do you think that's a body double, or do you think that's really her?
1: Because you see really her, her face almost I, the it's whole really time. Her, yeah, yeah. It's not. I think it's not as high up as we think it is. Oh, think it's, movie it's, magic. Movie magic. I also this scene. Um, I realized, for one of the many times I've realized this while I watch this show, is I would be a terrible spy because the moment I open that safe, I would be like, I'm taking all of this. Mm. I'm not just taking this weird decoder ring or whatever the fuck. I'm going to grab all this money. You can say some of that. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so she ends up grabbing onto plumbing, and it's the hot plumbing above, so like Her hands are burning as she's trying to hide from the security guard that's directly underneath her. And, like, she's so close to falling. And then she manages to gymnast herself over to the cold side of the pipes and holds herself up just with her fucking arms. Yeah. (laughs) Like a full 10 from the Lithuanian judges kind of movement.
1: Oh my, I literally was going to say, okay, acrobatics, Olympic level acrobatics. Mm -hmm. And then you think that's really JG? You think that's really her?
0: Yeah, because I I distinctly remember a lot of, oh boy, I I remember knowing a lot about her arms. (laughs) I remember there being like a DVD feature where it was like how Sydney trains, how Jennifer trains to be Sydney Bristow.
1: And it was like all about her guns. And like young Gina is just rewinding and mm-hmm. playing and rewinding and playing, yeah. just like in the like, darkest yeah. corner of the basement. <clears throat>
0: <laughs> she obviously nails it, like we said, and she heads back to the gallery and then they
1: leave and they did it. Um, yeah. And I also for- forgot to mention a key point of this episode is, is that Dixon is wearing a pinky ring.
0: Yeah. Huge. I fucking love that. Huge. Huge. He huge. She looks, looks so good in that pinky ring. He did. He. I literally wrote, "Okay, man art daddy." Yes, yes. Yes. Yes.
1: You really like have opened my eyes to Dixon because you know, not not too many eps ago, I mm-hmm. was like, Dixon, why don't you start pulling your weight? You're always in the freaking <laughs> van, bro. But he's really out here. He's doing it. He's being a weird French art daddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, my bad. I love Dixon. Yeah. He's a. Very if they kill him, guy. I'm gonna be mad at you.
0: <laughs> he's a very important <laughs> character. There's yeah. a lot more Dixon in the future. Okay,
1: so but back to this episode. Okay? okay.
0: Okay. So Francie's like freaked out that Charlie's gonna be a really bad singer, and Sydney's like, "Do not worry about it. Everything is fine. Relax." Um, so at the bar, it's Francie, Sydney, Rachel, the uh, teacher or whatever, Charlie, and Amy with the and red Amy. wig. And Amy with In the, the red, red wig. wig. In the red <laughs> wig. Now let me say one thing. Do you think they talked about it? Like, the fact that Sydney
1: stole her fucking identity. Like, how how do you think that convo went? (laughs) And did she even know? Like, I feel like Will stole that stuff from her and was like, yeah, I don't know what happened. Yeah, you're probably right. That's a good point. And just, like, the fucking uh, thought to include her, she has, not only does she have no lines, she's never in focus. She's Uh behind them the entire time. And I loved it. I was like, oh my god, fucking Amy! <laughs> I don't get why they brought her back <laughs> just for that.
0: I, just for that, yeah. It's like, it's something that you wouldn't do in modern television. I feel like in modern TV every character is absolutely intentional in a weird way, because there's just, like, more money and to throw around. I just, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe that's, like, not actually. Maybe I'm editorializing, but...
1: <laughs> no, no, I think... <clears throat> <clears throat> sorry, not to Gina on pod, but... <gasps> but I think like you're, you're right in a sense. Um, because I I was just thinking about this the other day, like anytime a phone number comes up on screen and in a show that I'm watching now, or someone looks at someone's Instagram story, you're like, this means something Mm -hmm. as opposed to real life where I look at tons of shit every day. That doesn't mean anything to Mm -hmm. me on the internet. You know, I like that in order for them to include her, uh, now she mm-hmm. would have to at least have a fucking line like yeah, yeah the internet crazy. would be like what yeah <laughs> and like what she what they should have given her is just like a quick like hey amy how are you oh i'm good ever since i got that identity <laughs> stuff figured out i've just like been feeling <laughs> way better way more zen like <laughs> that's exactly what they should have done let her be the jg caricature that she was in the pilot i love that yeah i agree What's change.org
0: i don't know um anyway so (laughs) eloise calls will to actually apologize to him for pepper spraying him and she admits that somebody gave her two thousand dollars to say that she was having an affair with danny um so she nicely invites him back to the apartment to be like fine you can ask me more questions but like she clearly seems a bit more scared this time and then we swing back to like a very very nervous Francie, and then sydney woos him woos charlie which which was like very like gina at maureen's acapella invitational in 2012 you
1: better stop <laughs> i did you write that down the too? same no <laughs> <laughs> i literally wrote you and vin at the icas yes it goes it goes yeah it's me
0: and vin in the audience at the. You it better stop we need more the people. the night that whitney houston died the night
1: that whitney houston that died. was a very weird day for us i say i, I say i say <laughs> 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 i say governor it's a positively strange oh day God. outside <laughs> i forgot whitney houston the died that day uh yeah, you and Vin came to yeah. watch us absolutely fucking bomb at the ICUS. <laughs> I had,
0: And I honestly couldn't. I didn't, I didn't know what was good or bad. I was just like, "Woo!" Yeah, I appreciate that. I believe I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, we did a lot of like Maya Rudolph on SNL updates yes. kind of stuff. Wait, can you do the all right again? <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
1: good. <laughs> like you're having years of practice. I can't believe that you wrote the same exact note for that. I that's love fucking it. so funny. Okay. Also, Wait, shout phones. out Vin. Hey Vin.
0: Hi. Hi, Thomas. <laughs> but Charlie sings and he sings well. He's, he's good. a baritone. And that's pretty impressive. He's a baritone, he gets there, he's yeah. Like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, yeah, yeah. hello. Yeah, this is Anthony Baritone. <laughs> Anthony Michael Baritone. Get in the house right now. <laughs> I gotta go. I got you. Gotta get a new host. I quit. I quit. <laughs> no, don't. You have to stay. All my notes are in caps for the rest of the
0: episode. Okay, I'm back. I just did a quick run up and down
1: the stairs. Just a light jog.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh Woo.
1: boy. All right.
0: Anyway, they end up. Figuring out the weird smiley face card um, and the DNA that's encoded in the frequency um, is the dead leader of the FTL from Robot. Um, and the problem is they need his DNA to fully access the system. So they discover that the person that assassinated the guy whose DNA they need was this guy named Martin Shepard, and he was basically hypnotized/slash weaponized to do whatever you say or kill when you repeat this particular phrase from a particular poem that I did not write down. <laughs> but, so, but once the assassination is done, you can d- deliver the lines back to him, and then he forgets that it ever happened. So Shepard is in Bulgaria, in Bucharest, at this mental institution, and Sydney has to go and access Shepard by repeating those lines and getting information from him. But Sydney isn't going alone. She's going with Dr. Carlos, who... Again, we said this last episode, or maybe the episode before, when you bring in an irrelevant character, you know you what's know, going You on. know. Yeah. Carlos, he, he might go night-night. <laughs> Sydney and Jack are now outside of work, and they're arguing again. Um, basically, like Jack's like, I get that you're fucking pissed, but like, you can't just like turn me in. This is classified. There's more than you know. Then explain it to
1: um, me! <laughs> it- <laughs>
0: that's exactly it but they argue and like jack alludes to sydney not knowing everything about her mom aka like the full truth yeah
1: and he's also um, like hey you know you're a spy it's possible that you don't have all of the information that you need yet and every time yeah, you, and you like, get more yeah. information you only get little crumblies so maybe chill out mm-hmm.
0: and he like brutally makes the point like girl you fucked up once don't fuck up mm-hmm. again look what happened last time and he won that he one. He did.
1: He won. He he really won that fight. And In this incestuous sexual uh, coup d'etat, he won this one. And you uh, uh, the vocabulary of this episode is so <laughs> good. Um I think the scenes between the two of It's gotten me nowhere, so. <laughs> I feel like the scenes between the two of them almost do a disservice to everyone else on the show because they're so good and so intense. Yeah, they really are. The way that like they're my favorite. Victor Garber says Cavalier, I'm like, oh my God. <gasps> He's Broadway British. He is, Bro- he is oh Broadway my God. British.
0: Hashtag Broadway British. Oh my God. Okay. If anyone also has any other actors that think that they do Broadway British, please, uh, DM us on Instagram or tag us on Instagram because yeah, we only have cool? it. Is that a thing that podcasts? Yeah, I think so. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I
1: think so. <laughs> uh, okay.
0: So Sydney is now undercover with Carlos as a patient at this like Bucharest thing, mental institution. Um, is that the, do you think, is that the correct term? Mental institution? Yeah, I think so. Or just an institution? Um, I have mental hospital. That's not correct. Oh, okay, we'll say that. Mental hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, hospital institution, whatever. Um, she makes visual contact of Shepard. Um, and they clearly though, like are already on to them, like the, the doctors at the hospital because like the doctor like asked Carlos like a very simple question or like a question about like how he knew this particular um, institution and he like flubbed it. So you're like, uh oh Yeah, it was the
1: consulate. That's not good. <clears throat> consulate that's right the i know Canadian that because consulate. my note says in all caps the consulate said what so i don't <laughs> consulate i hardly know it oh no no, no. <laughs> now okay
0: okay okay <laughs> but then we cut to will showing up for like his supposed meeting with eloise um but the the apartment
1: is empty and it's freshly painted i love that repainted scene of him touching the wall yeah. and then being like something just isn't right here. It's like, yeah, I don't think you needed the, the paint. be wet. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> the paint is not something that you needed mm. for this, to come to this conclusion. You know, but I'm the audience him needed unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. I hear it, I, I, I hear it. I think you have a thing for him. It's like, it's like that, you know,
0: old timey, well, if they're mean to you, they like you. <laughs> you know, that old feminist thing. Yeah, you mean the
1: patriarchy? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> honestly, I feel like, Maybe I am overcompensating. Like, maybe there's something about his like fucking bleach blonde hair and baby. Bleh. No, I am not. I can't stand mm. him. But oh, mm-hmm. now that we're talking about. We'll unpack that in a few episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Now that we're talking about Brad, we should talk about our next segment called uh, Alias in the News. Beep, boop, beep, 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 boop, boop, beep, beep, beep. Breaking <laughs> nose. Alias in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> So Jennifer Gardner uh, was spotted on a beach just yesterday with a uh, former Alias co-star, Bradley Ann Cooper. Did he have like, and have had like a, a little bit of a man bun? Did he have a man bun? I didn't
0: even know he got hair hat. I think it was a sort of a half half up, half down. Sort of gorgeous. uh, Gina in
1: third grade fantasy. Oh, I love that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a little bit gross. (laughs) I was a little bit too much mustard on that one. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Oh god.
0: (laughs) They. I think it was like his. This is so weird because like we don't really care about celebrities this much, but.
1: It was like his daughter Mm -hmm. and him and her. And it was very cute. I loved that in the paparazzi photos, you see that Jennifer Gardner realizes the paparazzi are taking photos of them. And then she puts both of her hands in front of Bradley Cooper's daughter's face. So they can't see her. Such a good friend. Yeah. Such a good friend. She is amazing. She is amazing. Any who's let's continue to talk about alias.
0: Yeah. So um, Vaughn is now at the funeral of one of the CIA agents and He's, like, watching, like, this, one of the sons of the, well, the son of the guy get really upset, this, like, little toddler. Upset, sorry. Um, and he eventually, because he's Vaughn, he breaks protocol, he kneels down, and he tells the kid, your dad was a hero, and he gives him a hug. And I love that, because Vaughn's like, fuck it, I'm going to do it the right way. I just, like, Vaughn, you can be a socialist if you try. You just gotta, like, we can do
1: this. We can do this. We can, <laughs> we can get CIA agent Vaughn to be a socialist uh-huh. by the uh-huh. end of the two years it takes us to record this podcast. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, like, after that super sad scene, immediately we're into chaos because Marshall at SD6 picks up on the fact that someone's been um, hacking and leaking into the SD6 systems and is, like, pulling information from it. Um, so they immediately shut it down. And then he rushes to Sloan and he's like, oh my God, we have a blah, 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 And then Sloan gets on with someone from the Alliance, I assume. And he says, I think we have a mole. And to that, I say, why don't you get it checked? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's sit on that one for a second. Let's really sit on that one. Let's let it ruminate in the room.
0: Uh, we do have fun. We do. We do laugh. That is, that is true. Um, then we're back in Bucharest. Um, Sydney is sitting down now at Shepherd's Table in the cafeteria while dr
1: carlos absolutely is about to get fucking made yeah he's office. he's fucking eating it too like yep it's not you would good would think like someone who is trained would be better under pressure and maybe cross their t's and dot their i's no offense mm-hmm. i'm definitely not victim blaming but i mm-hmm. do low-key feel like he didn't go in Mm-mm. as prepared as he could have been mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: that's completely fair um shepherd right away is like in a scottish accent which i can't do but we're gonna try it give it a try do do i know you
1: (laughs) that's not good okay here we go ready you (laughs) go no i just feel like i'm gonna sound like shrek okay do i know you that's so much better than mine (laughs) do i know you (laughs) audience vote
0: whose scottish accent is better (laughs) in the comments below yeah and text us at (laughs) (laughs) 8863 So Shepard delivers that line in better Scottish and Sydney ignores it and just starts to read the lines of the poem. No man's an
1: island. Shepard delivers that line in better Scottish. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yes, you're right. Sydney starts to read that poem and then he immediately chokes her out. Yeah. (laughs) Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna try. Who are you? I think that's good. You sound a little bit like Arnold. You sound like Arnold. Oh, yeah.
0: I am Austrian. Mm -hmm. That's what the doctors say. (laughs) I (laughs)
1: don't (laughs) know what that means. Gotta get that mole checked. (laughs) (laughs) i will find out you're Austrian. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a fucking pandemic.
0: Um, yeah, like, like Maureen said, this sets him off. He tries to strangle her, and the fucking doctor is with Carlos, and he's watching the whole thing happen. Shepard finally gets taken away by the guards, and then Sydney also gets taken away and is made because the guard calls her Bristow, so she's super fucked now. And just as that's happening, um, the CIA and Weiss then discover that Sydney is actually undercover at a K-directorate hospital, meaning... The bad guys,
1: meaning the everybody's bad guys. Everybody's bad guys. Everybody's CII bad guys. C I N S T six is bad guys.
0: Yes, exactly. And they obviously, of course, you know, realize she's made, and he's like, "Fucking get me Vaughn. And then we're back in Bucharest, and Sydney, of course, is trying to fight her right out of the hospital, but to no avail. So she ends up like running into an office, sticking her straight jacket on like a, like a like a like a piece of the like fence that's ripped. And shimmies her way out of the Shake Shack. Shake shack. <laughs> Why am I thinking about Shake Shack? Shimmies her way out of the straight jacket. She shimmies her way out of the Shake Shack. Me every time I <laughs> leave the Shake Shack. <laughs> I love that you immediately made that like into a beat. <laughs> but she has this moment of like, thank God. And she spins and she realizes she's in the doctor's office. And she walks up to the chair where Carlos is sitting. And Carlos has had. His throat sliced. End of episode.
1: End of ep. They love Isn't to end crazy? on a cliffhanger. Isn't that Kukulu? It is Kukulu. It is. It's Kukulu. It's a cuckoo app And and that's the end of the ep. Yeah, that's the end of the ep. Gina, do you have any uh, recommendations for this week? Well, we actually have to do a bit of a fact <gasps> checking. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I skipped that. That's okay. Welcome to Gina's fact checking and fun facts.
0: Normally, I would uh, introduce a new fun fact this week, but I'm, unfortunately, I'm going to have to fact-check myself and, you know, the culture. Um, so last week, I said that Bayer was a Nazi company who never apologized. <laughs> that is not entirely true.
1: <laughs> Again, I more. don't
0: want to be sued. So here more. we go. Dive in. You tuck in. Helga v- uh, Vermeier, the CEO of Bear offered a public apology in 1995 to Elie Wiesel for the company's actions during World War II and the Holocaust. IG Farben, which is Bayer's parent company, used slave labor in factories that helped build German concentration camps, specifically the Monowitz concentration camp, which was known as Auschwitz III. And by 1943, almost half of IG Farben's 330,000 strong workforce consisted of slave labor or conscripts, including 30,000 Auschwitz... I can't even say that because this is so crazy. 30,000 Auschwitz prisoners. And I have to read all this because I don't want to get sued. Helmuth Vetter is an Auschwitz camp physician, was um, SS captain and employee of the Bear Group within IG Farben and he conducted medical experiments on inmates at Auschwitz and the Mathausen concentration camp okay in one study of an anesthetic the company paid rm 170 per person i'm not sure reichsmark on 170 reichsmarks per person for the use for the use of 150 female inmates of auschwitz a bear employee wrote to Rudolf haas who was a auschwitz commandant the transport of 150 women arrived in good condition However, we were unable to obtain conclusive results because they died during the experiments. We would kindly request that you send us another group of women to the same number and at the same price. After the war, the allied controlled council, obviously, they seized IG Farben for, quote, knowingly and prominently building up and maintaining German war potential. So... IG Farben was then split into like these six constituent companies in 1951, then split again into BASF, Bayer, and Hushed. I'm not sure what that is. Um, Hush. Hushed. Bayer was at, the point, at, at this point known as Far- <laughs> Farben Fabrican Bayer AG, changing its name to Bayer in 1972. Um, so there was this guy, Fritz Termier, an IG Farben director, a Nazi party member who directed operations at the IG Farben plant at Auschwitz. And he was sentenced in 1948 to seven years for war crimes during this IG Farben trial, which was part of the Nuremberg trials. But he was released in 1950 and he was then elected chair of Bayer's... Sup- sup- sur- what is it? Let me read that again. Released in 1950, he was elected to chair of Bayer's supervisory board in 1956 and remained there until 1964 so it's so the reason why I wanted to read that was I wasn't wrong but they're worse than I thought Mm -hmm. and they didn't and yes there was a public apology in 1995 and it took a woman to do that of course Mm -hmm. it's crazy I just felt like I had to like dive into like the that basically like Fritz Tremier he was IG Farben director during all this was happening so completely okay. complicit, completely organized everything, basically, um, and went to jail for it. Yeah. Um, and then his, then Bayer Pharmaceuticals rewarded him with a seat on their board until 1964, because I think he died a few years later. That is fucking nuts. Right? <laughs> that is like fucking he literally crazy. Like, I I need to stress this. Fritz Tremier, like, he literally was on the board of IG Farben, but he also was literally involved in the planning of Monowitz concentration camp, mm-hmm. and literally Bear said, helped
1: create Auschwitz III. And Bear was like, "Aspirin, you can be on yeah. our
0: board." Yeah, and he was—he went to jail for mass murder and enslavement, obviously. But then they still released him in 1951, which I think they did. A, which I think, actually, I'll, I'll end the fun fact after this. But I know that there, there was this issue in the 60s in germany sort of like when the wall was going up or maybe like a little bit after of like well some of these guys we need them Mm -hmm. some of these guys aren't as bad as the others and there was a lot of controversy i think in germany in the 60s why the fuck are you releasing these nazis they're still nazis and this is what happened is nazis ended up back where they were and died relatively normal people yeah, and it's really fucked up. And since the '90s, it's kind of sort of like a one eighty on that whole thing. And like Germany's like, we're gonna fucking find all of you and put you back where you belong. Because
1: like, well, <clears throat> a few things, right? So, number one, the U.S. did that too. Oh the yeah, U- yeah. The U.S. was paperclip hmm Come mm-hmm. on over. Like, yeah, you guys are Nazis, but, yep. you know, you're real good at science, so mm-hmm. can't do without that. Definitely no one in America who, like, wants to pursue <laughs> this, so let's yeah. just fucking bring the Nazis over. Like a whole fucking team of Nazis. And that Bush report that came out back in whatever the fuck but at classic me love, (laughs) love context. But there was a a report done under the Bush administration that said that Nazis had infiltrated many offices of the United States government, not only the police force and that study was never addressed or dealt with. I think it's fucking crazy that you can go to jail for seven years for genocide Mm -hmm. and still get a job afterwards Yeah. when in america you can go to jail for one ounce of weed Mm -hmm. for 20 years and never be hireable again tell them unfucking believable you know like yeah and this is going to end on a real bad note (laughs) because
0: (laughs) in his memory his employer which i'm assuming i don't know if it was bear but it was one of his the last employers he was that Yes, it was Bayer, excuse me. So in his memory, his employer set up, oh my gosh, this is infuriating, set up the fritz Termeer stuftung now called the Bear Science and Education Foundation, which promotes chemistry students through scholarships. So it used to be named after a Nazi. And they just did that. And that was okay. How did they get away with that? Like I, Lever- <laughs> So the little I know about Leverkusen as a city is I think it's like a one like a one soccer team town which means it's it's big and it's industrial but it's also very small in that way yeah so maybe like no one really knew what was going on it's
1: know. also <laughs> i think it speaks like to academia in mm-hmm. general too right like it that i mean again like i don't know germany well enough to talk about germany but i know america well enough to talk about america and there are a fuck ton of scholarships at the university mm. of pennsylvania named after people who enslaved others like Europe? And buildings named after fucking Nazis, and you know, mm-hmm. like the literally the University of Pennsylvania was built on slave labor, and it's still one of the most reputable organizations uh, in America. So yeah, it's fucking wild. And I think it's also crazy that we made it the whole episode without talking about nine <laughs> eleven or World <laughs> War Two, and here I am talking about both. See, you didn't even have to bring up nine eleven. You made you made the choice. I did. And I make that so choice every you. day. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any positive recommendations this week? Things that I recommend for this week. Um, what? Uh, I had one. Sorry. Do you have one? I'm trying to
0: remember mine. Okay. So my rec this week is the HBO Max documentary. I'll be gone in the dark.
1: Ooh, It is
0: one. It's like a six or seven episodes. I'm not sure. I think I have one episode left. It is like the most well done, interesting docu-series I've ever seen it's spooky it's sad it's funny it's like really intimate but very yet yeah, at the same time it's like cold I really watch just it's really cool that's awesome
1: yeah you should watch it that's awesome I love him yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> I guess my recommendation for this week is um if you listen to this podcast and you like it because it's mostly gay nonsense um I really recommend the very famous podcast, Las Culturistas, Mm -hmm. which Gina and I, it's so embedded in our friendship and our personality that we've referenced it on this show several times without even really meaning to. So Mm -hmm. I recommend you listen to that if you don't already and you love gay nonsense. Also, it will make you laugh. And who doesn't need to laugh? Well, this was an absolute delight today. Um, It was fun. Yeah. I had a great time. I'm sweating so much. Yeah. The back oh, of my head is very I forgot bad. the plug again. Um, <laughs> so on the last episode, I tried to plug our Instagram and then I plugged the wrong handle and had to edit it out. So if you would like to follow us on Instagram, um, it's the only thing we have for the pod right now. You can follow us at Room 47 Pod and you can follow Gina at GM Etlinger and you can follow me at Maureen the Bee. Yeah. I'm going to go drink some water. Yeah. Okay. I love you. <laughs> bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Room 47 is not endorsed by J.J. Abrams, the American Broadcasting Company, Walt Disney Company, Amazon, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment purposes only. Alias and any clips, images, or names are registered trademarks and are copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Room 47 is an Alien Baby production.